This is Mindful Mostly. It's the show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. You know, maybe sometimes you enjoy meditating, even though you mostly think about your to-do list. You love a green smoothie, but you won't turn down a very boozy eggnog this time of year. In fact, every time I look at the nutritional index on the side of an eggnog, box of eggnog, I'm always shocked. How do they get so many calories in there? It's like 300 per cup, which is why I've started, uh, or I should say I've adjusted my eggnogatini recipe. It is 1.5 ounces of booze and 0.5 ounces of eggnog. Yeah. Some might call it alcoholism. I like to call it locale, uh, or at least a healthy choice. Right? And that's what being mindful mostly is all about. I'm Andrea Collins. Hey, if you like this show, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That helps out so much. Plus, check out mindfulmostly.com for lots of great freebies. Lots of nice downloadables there to get you thinking, especially heading into a new decade. Plus, a new moon kit. It's the super tools you need for the beautiful life you dream of. You can also gift that to someone this Christmas. Just check out mindfulmostly.com and join the Insta fam at mindfulmostly on Instagram. On today's show, how to be an amazing party guest. It's time to brush up on those manners in time for party season. Sometimes there's some etiquette questions when it comes to being a guest, going to someone's place. Do you bring one bottle of wine, two bottles of wine? Do you bring a gift? Do you bring nothing? Even Because you know how they always say, no, 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 don't bring a thing. Yeah, here's the thing with that. Never take that advice. Always bring You don't want to be that person that comes empty-handed. On today's show, actually, a really good friend of mine um, who throws the best parties Claire McWilliams is on the Mindful Mostly podcast. She is, uh, during the day, an image and reputation marketing expert. And then on the weekends, she is a party planner extraordinaire. She's not actually a party planner. Like, that's not... It's on her job. It's just what she loves to do. And I can tell you, being a guest at many of Claire's parties, they are so great. She had an Instagram post that sort of inspired me to get her on on the on the show this week and basically you're going to hear about it more as we chat but she had a party she hosted a party for a friend and she noticed a few things that some not so amazing guests had in common so we're going to talk about that today on the mindful mostly podcast let's do this on the line. It's actually awesome because we haven't spoken physically in a few years. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. This is so fun. <laughs> now, some of the best conversations that we've had on the Mindful Mostly podcast are with people who just who who posted something that really got the wheels turning or reminded us of of uh, something in ourselves that maybe we need to work on and that was your Insta, I'm going to call it Insta rant you had a couple of weeks ago, but inspiring, oh boy. In, Insta, inspo-spiring rant. Um, and it was about um, being a good party guest. So a little bit of um, 
background on Claire is that she throws the most epic parties and she's also a really Mm. great guest. When we lived in Montreal at the same time, Claire used to throw the annual Calgary Stampede party in her yard in Montreal, (laughs) which actually got press back in Calgary. The fact that this woman (laughs) is like basically recreating that in a whole different um, province and, and she's just, she's great. And so you had this Instagram post and Maybe give me some clarity on this. Did you host a party recently and you noticed some people could have worked on a few things? I, I certainly did. Yeah, I hosted a, a birthday party, uh, a Day of the Dead 40th birthday party for my best friend. And a lot of the guests were people that I didn't know. A lot were her friends. And I hosted this party in another friend's house. So uh, yeah, certainly shed some light on on. The, the, the lack of, of party attending etiquette that um, I thought was common sense and I guess not so common. And it's interesting because, you know, you are a successful business owner. You are not a um, etiquette. Uh, you do not teach etiquette in fancy, no. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not what you do for a living, but it is, it has no. been um, instilled in you uh, from a very young age, the importance of, of manners and etiquette. Is that right? Well, that's right. Yeah, I have uh, yeah British parents who really did kind of browbeat good manners into me from the time I could probably walk and talk. So I would probably attribute that to them. I'm just a little bit of a nerd anyways. I feel like, um, you know, if I'm traveling somewhere, I sort of like to know what the local etiquette is in that particular country or what have you. So I, I may be a bit of an odd ball that researches these things, but I feel it's important and I feel like it is respectful for those around you. So I make it my business to, to know as much as I can, but yeah, certainly did not go to a uh, finishing school in Switzerland or mm-hmm. to creation lessons or anything like that. But I think it's interesting because it is like, if, if we think about years ago, I mean, there was more emphasis on etiquette. Uh, definitely, you know, like you would sit down for dinner and the woman would have been home cooking all day and it would have been, you know, like napkin on folded linen napkin on a Wednesday night and uh, thank you notes. You know, now we just maybe send a quick text, but that's okay. That's sort of how things have have evolved. Totally. Mm -hmm. um, There's definitely less of an emphasis on etiquette now. And I, I think about this now that I have Sadie, I think the biggest, one of the biggest compliments to hear as she grows older would be if somebody said to me, man, like, does she ever have good manners or, or was she ever raised well? You know, like now I'm thinking about those things and how important the pleases and the thank yous and the, the, you know, the little extra step when it comes to kindness and generosity, how I want to instill those manners in her because people in our generation are starting to forget them themselves. Oh, I, I totally agree. And I, and I don't know if that is because we're hiding behind our phones or we're, we're perhaps not having as many family dinners and we've got more distractions and parents are more distracted as well. But I mean, I have to say with my friend's children, I certainly notice when their children use please and thank yous and can engage in adult, well, not adult conversation, but aren't afraid to engage with adults and make eye contact. I think it's all really important stuff. And uh, it's amazing how lasting the impact is when, when people do take notice of these things. 
For sure. Speaking of which, um, Sadie has no manners and she may start screaming in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Everybody prepare yourselves. Um, okay, I, let's get to this particular instance that brought on the Instagram posts. What did you notice people were doing or not doing? Like, how can we give some advice to everybody listening going into the holiday season? Well, maybe what we could do is like a little rapid fire PSA for party season. And I, I observed sort of based on, yeah, I mean, maybe five, I think about five observations. So maybe we could run through those and I can explain sort of where those came from. And um, yeah, so I guess I would say out of 15 guests, uh, and, and I'm not saying that I'm wanting gifts or anything like that, but I made the observation that like when I would attend a party, like you bring a hostess gift and it's just a small gesture. Um, you know, it could be, it, you normally want it to be something that reflects the host's interests as well. So, you know, maybe it's their favorite Chardonnay or you've made some jam, that's a nice little personal touch that you bring that. Or if they're a plant person, you bring a clipping from your favorite succulent or maybe now that we're in party season, you, you bring some mistletoe or something, but um, it's just something that is for them. I, you know, I did a little reading and I, I guess, you, you know, you do want to do this subtly. You don't want to make the guests, other guests feel uncomfortable that they didn't bring anything. Um, and you don't want to embarrass the host either. So it's just something little that is for them. Um, that is so nice. Bringing, well, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not intended to be sort of shared that evening. It's something for them to enjoy separately um in thanks so that is a classy that be one move. thing and, just, uh, and and i guess it doesn't have to be expensive either right not like at all said. not at all not at all like it's not a it's not a competition it's just showing that uh, it's showing respect and, and appreciation for the time that they've put into hosting a, and a party for for your enjoyment so um the second thing i i noticed and this isn't i think a lot of people kind of forget about this um but you want to bring uh, your, especially if we're talking, say, a Christmas house party, you're going to your neighbors, they've invited you over for drinks or dinner or whatever. Um, it's always important to also bring what you would like to drink. So, I mean, that could be, uh, you know, maybe you're on a Cab Franc kick, so you bring a bottle of that, you are into Japanese whiskeys, and you want to share that with, with your friends and family, bring that. Or, you know, maybe you, you just bring a lot of extra flavored soda, cranberry soda, or um, eggnog. Um, you could be on a cleanse, and you could bring two liters of green juice or something like that. But um, that at least your, your, I know, I know, I know. But at least then your needs are, are covered and stored or the host it can kind of put the the host at ease so that's it's a nice little touch Love um that. okay um in my the, the party that i was hosting um of course the 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 host i the party wasn't for me it was for somebody else so um you know if you're going to a party and the party is not for the host, if that makes sense. If it's, it's being hosted in someone else's honor, then at minimum, just bring them a card. Bring them a card, bring them a little gift or what have you. Um, in my particular case, it was my friend's birthday. So you know, there weren't many people that, that even brought a birthday card, which um, she was the lady of the hour. So I felt that was a little unfortunate and a bis a, just a missed opportunity. So it's just kind of nice to be mindful if, um, you know, if party is being hosted for someone to bring a little something, a card for that person. Um, 
there was a little mishap actually at the with a chafing dish and someone was helping me trying to put out this fire and um, parties that I host I like to well I don't want to have to do all the laundry so I actually rent linens and I just think it's really easy and then everything is fairly uniform and and looks nice. So I had a rented tablecloth on my friend's table, uh, which was set afire. So not only was there a hole in the tablecloth, it burnt it burnt her table underneath this table that she just recently had revarnished. And you know, this particular guest, of course, was mortified. Um, but sadly, like there was there was no offer to repair it or to potentially replace it. Not necessarily the table, but the tablecloth was rented and, and so, you know, I, I just, just to be mindful of people's property when you're in their home. Oh, and then the last one is you'd be amazed at how few people said thank you, like actually thanked me, which I, oh I my kind God. Of was, was kind of nuts. I mean, everyone, you know, had a great time. It was really sweet. One guest later said it was, you know, one of the best parties she's ever attended. And, and I do love all the details. And so I, I, you know, I kind of went all over, um, you know, I went all out for sure. But uh, yeah, I was a little taken aback that out of, you know, all the guests, I, I would say maybe a third actually came to me and thanked me personally. So uh, Get out. yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, it's so funny because I hear you saying this and I think, well, of course I would always say thank you to someone before I would leave if they had me for dinner. But like, maybe there's those times where you don't think about it and then you walk away and, and the person's kind of left being like, oh, well, gee, thanks for thanking me. You know, and not <laughs> to say you, not to say you expect gifts or you expect, of things, course. but it's, it's, um, it's important, like, especially a thank you to, to say the least. I think that, uh, let's just be honest, some people have way better social skills than others. I mean, when we just <laughs> look at the people we know in our lives, you can be like, oh yeah, Jen, great social skills. Amanda, no way, you know? But <laughs> those are um, alias names, by the way. Um, right, right, yeah. right. But um, it's those little things that go a long way. I, I went for dinner last night um somewhere and i i i mean i know it's not much but after reading your instagram post i made sure this morning the first thing i did was send a, a nice email to the host and, and thank you for having me and blah, blah 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 but you know like i might not have done that a couple of weeks ago before seeing your post even though oh. i know that's what should be done what about here here's a question okay so let's mm-hmm. say i'm going to your house for dinner and we're, I want to bring wine. Cause I know, let's say the six people, like, let's say I know I'm probably going to consume a bottle myself. And then I also <laughs> want to bring wine as, as a gift to the host or hostess. So you show right. up with two bottles, right? And then you, you hand them one and then, and then what you, I guess you just put both of them down or do you say, you know, I, I'm really into this one. So I brought it. I thought we could try it tonight. And this is a little one for you, right? You well, can't bring one bottle and drink a bottle. You have to bring two bottles so they can have a bottle when you go, correct? Right. Well, yes, this is what they say. And, uh, and I did a little reading on this. And because, again, do not teach this stuff for a living. However, um, yeah, you would sort of say, you know, I know you, you love burgundies. So this is a really special bottle that we got for you. Tuck that away and have that another time. Um, but if, if you're at a dinner party, say, versus a house party, uh, the, the host might actually have a set menu with wine parents. I mean, it depends on how, how um, 
how your host likes to entertain, but apparently you're not to assume that your bottle will be open at all, like the, the communal bottle that you've provided, which um, is just sort of how it is. But it really depends on how comfortable you are. If you're dining with your best friends, naturally you'll say, uh, pop that bottle first, please. But, um, but if it's someone that you don't know as well, they do say that, uh, yeah, the bottle that you're bringing sort of to, to be consumed, um, that it might not necessarily get opened and you shouldn't have that expectation. Now, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, thanks for reading up on that, actually, because yeah. it's true. I, I don't know about you, but I've brought a bottle of wine that I've wanted to drink to a party, but then I've felt rude being like, can we open mine? You know, like, like I'd rather have the one that I brought. Like, I sometimes I know. don't know how to. Um, so that's interesting. Now, one thing. Yeah, I know. One thing that um, I think you made mention of before was that how much your your reputation, both be it corporate, your brand, and your personal reputation, how they're all tied together. Because quite frankly, your actions are always being observed, right? Whether you're, you should always think that even if nobody is watching, they do take note, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, they, they do say something that someone's always watching, right? And so, um, yeah, it's exactly our, you're right, you're right on, like our reputations are the sum of, you know, the actions that are observed by others. So, um, you know, when you're on a business lunch or a business dinner, your behavior is reflecting on your employer. Um, if you're self-employed, like you and I, your reputation, you are your business. So, uh, the way you conduct yourself is, uh, you, you know, intimately connected to your corporate brand as well. So we just need to be a lot more mindful of the fact that, you know, we, we're always being judged for good or for bad and um, being polite and doing a little bit of research to make sure that you're on point with your etiquette is, is free. It's one of those, it's one of those um, kind of life equalizers. You know, you don't have to be from a fancy family. You don't have to have noble blood or blue blood to behave properly. 100%. And it goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Manners are free, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. the bottle of wine isn't, but, but you yeah. know what I mean? You know, True. you know what I'm super sensitive to is um, conversational manners. I think that I'm, I'm always interested to see how well someone can politely converse. And I'm not talking about small talk, but I'm talking about how you receive, someone asks you about you, talk about yourself, but then redirect, oh, excuse me, but then redirect a question back at them. You know, like it right. shouldn't, it, I, I know a couple of people where I could get together with them for uh, dinner and they would not have asked me one question about myself. I hang out with that person a lot less, but it's All not because right. I want to talk about myself. It's because I just notice how unaware that person is. And I find it, it rude. Very rude. Like it is, but I mean, you, you do this like brilliantly because you, you do it for a living and you're a star at it but um from a party perspective i guess what can help um guests um a host if you're introducing people that don't know each other uh they typically say to sort of pick two things that you know that these people will have in common um and bring that to their attention or you point out two things that one guest does two things that the other guest does uh, and not professionally, right? Like we're just talking personal interests, um, dogs that they, animals they may have, um, anything that they'd have in common, but point out two things that 
these guests can can chat about and then walk away. Because the other thing is too, as a host, it's not your responsibility for people to have a good time. You create the atmosphere uh, and the, the, the energy to, uh, for others to enjoy themselves. But I think we often get caught up thinking, you know, what if people don't have a good time? What if my party's going to be really lame? Uh, you simply have to let that go. We're all adults and we're responsible for our own behavior. And if you're choosing to attend a party, then you put your smiley face on and you go and you have a good time and, and you have, yeah, you enjoy yourself. Yeah. And I think, I think as an adult, you do have to contribute. Let's say it's an eight person dinner party. You must contribute to the conversation, like come with a couple points. If you know that you're someone who struggles to, I don't know, make conversation, then like you said, like do a quick scroll through a couple Instagrams. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, Mark just went to uh, Africa. Cool. You know, have some talking points and then, you know, just kind of like, maybe figure out what's going on in the news and say like, Hey, did you hear that thing that, uh, Donald Trump said, okay, maybe not, maybe not politics, no politics, not politics. but for instance, it's like to, we're recording today on black Friday and like right. something would be, if I was going to a dinner party tonight, I might say like, Hey, you know, did you guys notice the shift online of like people boycotting black Friday? Like, what do you think, Instagram? What did you think of that? Do you think they're full of shit? Right. Like, just coming with something in the old conversation bag can make a big difference. Yeah. Whether it comes naturally to you or not, it, it takes practice. So yeah, you're right. Do some research uh, beyond your host and the other guests that are there and, and, and just to relax and have a good time. Maybe not to have too many cocktails. If you don't want to be that person either, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I am inspired. Woo-hoo! And I have to, I have to say, it's been so great talking to you while rocking a baby and holding the baby in my arms while realizing my phone was not on silent. Just, (laughs) (laughs) it's the first interview I've done without a babysitter. (laughs) Oh man. And I'm glad it was. Tell us about your rocking business. What you got going on these days? Ah, uh, well, I, I guess I've been at this 13 years now. So I manage reputations and images for corporate clients. And a lot, most of those clients are builders, developers, uh, designers like architects and interior designers, and then some professional services. So, um, yeah, I'm really loving it. And um, all of my social channels are on my website which is claremcwilliams.com so if anyone wants to reach out um please do awesome thanks claire oh thanks andrea there you go now you're all set to party I can't believe it's almost Christmas already. Um, Whatever you celebrate this time of year, there's one thing we all have in common. That is the fact that there is a decade coming to an end. There's going to be a couple shows that uh, we're really going to be starting to think about that, starting to talk about that, um, because it's, it's really quite something, a whole decade. What's yours been like? 
the highlights, the lowlights. It all plays into factor of who you are, and we are going to make sure that we honor that over the next couple of episodes right here on Mindful Mostly. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, like I said before, please rate and review on iTunes. You can also follow and join the community on Instagram at Mindful Mostly. And give the gift of Mindful Mostly this holiday season. Check out MindfulMostly.com. We have the new moon kit, the super tools you need for the beautiful life you dream of. It uh, gets basically straight to the super tools, creating a plan that optimizes your time, up levels your ability to attract. Plus, unlike other kits, it won't cost you a fortune or complicate your life. If you're ready to see big changes, grab the Mindful Mostly New Moon Kit, the super tools you need for the beautiful life you dream of in 2020. You can gift that to somebody as well. Give the keeps on giving, mindfulmostly.com. Plus, I have the magnetism session you can gift to somebody as well. I think that's a really a really different and thoughtful and special and useful gift for somebody over the holiday season who could be using a little bit of clarity, a little bit of guidance. All right, I'll talk to you next week right here, okay? On Mindful Mostly.